Welcome to the Abundant Life Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Sergio Meza. For more information about Abundant Life Church, please visit www.abundantlifechurch.org. We are teaching on a series of God's Word for today, and then we deal with specific subjects and what the Word of God has to say for today. So tonight, our Brother Pastor Mesa is going to come and he's going to talk to us about the great shepherd. So let's stand in honor of God's word. Brother Mesa, take your liberty. God bless you. You may be seated. God's word for today is about the great shepherd and uh I don't know too much about shepherds and sheep, <laughs> uh, but I did a little, I was watching some videos about sheep and shepherds, and one thing that I, I, I learned is that sheep, they have a very good sense of hearing, uh, and one of the things they don't like to be talked to too loud, because they get nervous, nervous and uh and they don't like that. And so if you want to talk to sheep, you have to talk to them in a gentle way and in a quiet way, calm, and that reduces the, the stress in the sheep. Uh, another thing also that I learned is that uh, sheep, they normally, they recognize their shepherd's voice. Uh, I saw a video where these people, I think they were like church people that went to uh, do that experiment. They went to a farm and they saw uh, a bunch of sheep in a farm and they, they were there by the side of the road and they were calling the sheep in different ways and the sheep, they wouldn't even, they wouldn't pay attention to whatever they had, these people were saying. They wouldn't even lift up their heads or anything like that. But as soon as the, the shepherd, the owner of the sheep came by, and he started calling the sheep. The sheep, all of a sudden, one by one, started lifting up their heads and running towards the shepherd. And that was, that was pretty neat to see that. And, uh, and I think it's very interesting and it's a beautiful way how Jesus uh, decided to, to tell us about the, that we are like sheep. We, we his people, are like, like sheep. And... And he calls, I think the way that he calls, he calls in a gentle way where a lot of the times if we don't pay attention to when he's calling, we can miss him calling us. So I think, uh, I think we need to pay attention because he, he, can call, he can call us in many, many different ways and it doesn't have to be a, in a loud or mean way. Uh, I was thinking about the difference between a shepherd and a cowboy. I'm glad God did not choose to refer himself as a cowboy because he would have been behind us and pushing and yelling at everybody to get into the, the kingdom, the kingdom of God. So I'm glad that he, as a shepherd, he goes in front, in front of us to lead us and calling us to follow. Thank you, Lord. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to begin, I'm gonna begin by uh, telling you a little bit about myself. Uh, obviously, uh, I wasn't raised a Christian. I was, I was raised in Mexico till the age of uh, 15. 
And in Mexico, there's, most people are Catholics. And that's all we knew. That's all we knew. Yeah, the Catholic religion, I think it's, it's all, over, all over Mexico. And, and now that I know what Christianity is, I thank God for this. It is a great privilege to, to believe in one God and not to, not to be, now that I'm looking back at, you know, when I was a child and being raised Catholic to, to that age, all I remember about being a Catholic was about idol worship. Idol worship, it's, it's big in, in Mexico. They make an idol out of anything, anything and everything. And the sad thing about it is that people are told to pray to these things. And people bow down to these things. They kneel down to these things. And I don't know if, I don't know, I, I'm sure money has a lot to do with it. But also, one of the things that I found out is when I became a Christian, it's that all over the Bible, uh, idol worship, it's, it's forbidden. It, we, shouldn't, we shouldn't bow down to anything but God himself. Uh, but I think, uh, uh, for me, it, it is a great privilege the way, that, the, the, the way God called me into his kingdom, into his people, because I was not a people. I was not, I never thought that I, I never dreamed of becoming a Christian because, like I said, Mexico, it's all, all you know about is Catholicism. I never knew of any other, any other religion, nothing, not even Bibles. They were really scarce, scarce. Uh, I remember my grandmother had a big Bible that I think my uncles bought, bought for her. But the thing is, she would never open it. And I remember one time as a child, I tried to open the Bible because she had it in her house and I was over there. And I tried to open the Bible and she wouldn't let anybody touch the Bible because she would say that that was a holy book, a sacred book, and nobody could touch it. And so what good was the Bible doing in there if nobody could look into it and, and, and see what was in it? And so I remember my mother, she used to take me to, to church, Catholic church on, a, on Sunday, Sunday mornings. And I remember she used to wake me up. I used to hate it because she used to wake me up like at six in, six in the morning to go do our duty, to go, go to church and get that out of the way and then go back home and do whatever you, you had to do after that. And I remember I was like, I, at that, being a child, I, I just thought, I was like, this doesn't sound right. Why? I mean, if this is supposed to be a godly thing, why do we have to get it out of the way and get it over with and so we can do our own thing. So I never really, but, uh, but then again, like I said, I, I didn't know anything else. We didn't know anything else. My mother didn't know anything. I remember seeing her praying in the house. Uh, and maybe, be, it, maybe it might've been because of, uh, she had 10 children. <laughs> she had 10 children and uh, yeah, it was 10 of us. And I think she had a lot of prayer, praying to do. So, <laughs> uh, but I remember, I remember seeing her uh, in a corner of the house praying. I didn't know she was. I don't know what she was praying to. She wasn't praying in front of a idol or whatever image or whatever. I don't know. She might have been praying to God. I don't know. But 
those things kind of stay in my, in my memory. And a lot of uh, the bad things, too, from the past, they stay in my memory. My father, he, was, he used to drink a lot. He used to drink a lot. And uh, actually, at the end, she ended up dying in a car drinking and driving with, with his friends. And so I, I, think, uh, I think the world, that's, that's all it has to offer. Uh, I myself, I never really got involved into that. I just remember one time getting drunk at the age of 14. <laughs> and that was because my uncles, they were giving me the, the drinks. And it was something that, you know, I don't know, if you're, if you're not a Christian, the world and the world influences are going to try to suck you into whatever they're doing. And, and, and like I said, I, did, I, didn't know, I didn't know anything about Christianity, so I don't know. I didn't have any, anything else to, to follow but the wrong things. Uh, I remember uh, smoking marijuana too, and that was because also influences of the people, that, the, the neighbors or the, the people that hung around the neighborhood and stuff like that. And sometimes they would uh, give them to you, just as they probably do here in the schools. You know, they, they do that to kids. They pass them the drugs just to get them hooked on them and whatever. Uh, but what I'm trying to say is that the world wants you. Whatever way it can get, get you to, to, miss, to miss the kingdom of heaven. To miss the kingdom of heaven. And, and I think if we don't be careful, we can fall into those traps. Yes, as, as, as Jesus says that he calls us in, in, in different ways, the world has its ways of calling people also. And it, can, it doesn't have to be drugs or alcohol. It can be uh, anything else. Depression. It can be uh, low self-esteem. It can be uh, uh, guilt. It can be anything. And eventually, what the, the, the Bible says that, that the enemy, all he wants to do is, is uh, it's, uh, to, to steal, to destroy, and to kill. That's, that's his main goal. But the goal of Jesus is to, to take us up to, to, to heaven, to the place that he prepared for us. But uh, thank you, Lord. Uh, yes, as I said, I was lost in, I was lost. I was lost because, like I said, I, I had no clue uh, about, about Christianity. I didn't know. Not till I, I came here to America and my uncle, one of my uncles, by then he was a Christian and he's the one that, that talked to me about Christianity. And the thing is, he, he tried talking to my, the rest of the family and nobody would listen. But I don't know how I was uh, receptive to, to his invitation. I don't know if it was because he used to take me out to eat <laughs> afterwards uh, or whatever. But the, the nice thing or the, the, the interesting thing about it was that after I became a Christian, uh, most of my fam families started coming to know God, started to come to church and, and being baptized in Jesus' name and, and being saved. And, and to this day, I can say that the majority of my, my family, they're Christians. Uh, I was talking, or my brother called me on Saturday to tell me that he's going to go to Iowa to some city down there. His pastor, the church that he goes to, his pastor is sending him 
to lead a church down there. And that, that is awesome. And I also have a brother in Milwaukee that is helping out with another, another church. And I started thinking about it and, and asking God, God, what do you see in me and my family? What do you, what do you see to, to call us into preaching the word of God? Why us? And then I start to think about, I start to think about a lot of the people in the Bible that were called. We just don't understand why God does what he does. But I'll tell you what, I'm happy he, I'm happy he did what he did in my life. I'm very happy and I'm very glad. I want to I wanna read a scripture and it's found in John 10, the Gospel of John 10, verse 14. This, uh, this is from, uh, uh, from the NIV Bible. It says, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. It is, it is, it is as I was saying about the, the sheep and the, the shepherds, the sheep, if we belong to God, if we are God's sheep, I think we should identify his voice and when he's calling. As Christians, I think we understand a lot of, uh, a lot of the promises of God, a lot of the things he tells us that he's going to do it, that he's doing in our lives. And if he's, I think if he says, if he calls us in different ways, different uh, calm and, and gentle voices, I think we need to pay attention to that. Because we live, we live in a world where it's, everything is so busy. Everything is run, 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 run here, run there, do this, do that. And, and a lot of the times, we just don't slow down to, to listen to the gentle voice of the good shepherd that is calling us to say, to tell us, hey, time out, time out. Take some time, I wanna talk to you. I wanna talk to you, I wanna give you peace. I wanna give you what you need, but you need, to, you need to trust me and you need to have confidence that I will take care of you, that I will be there for you when you need me the most or when you need me whatever the, the circumstance might be. Uh, I was saying about, about, about sin in the past in my life. I lost a brother too to drinking. My brother, used, he used to drink and be really violent. And somehow somebody, somebody uh, mur murdered him and I lost him. And uh, at the time, I was a Christian at the time, and, and I remember it was a sad thing because uh, I remember my, my, my I don't know, my, I, I, a great sadness came over me for a while, and people could tell that something was going on with me because they could tell it in my face, and people would ask me, and at, the t at, at first I didn't know what it was. I, was I, I didn't know that it was the, the death of my brother that was affecting me, but after I realized that that's what it, that, that, that's what it was, I asked God, God, 
I don't want this. Take it away from me. Give me the joy that you, and the peace that you can give. And guess what? He did it, he did it like instantly. Like the very same time or the very same service I asked him, he did it for me. And that's what I'm saying. If we need anything, I think God is willing to do, and he's faithful to, to, to hear us when we call, when we, not, when we ask him. That's why he says, if you knock, I will open. And if you, if you call, I'll be there. And I think God, God is that way. But a lot of the times, like I say, we're just too busy doing our own thing that we missed. Uh, we missed or we, yeah, we missed that God is there. <clears throat> uh, it was a great, it was a beautiful thing when, when God, when God uh, uh, called me out of the, the sin that I was living in. It, I, to me, I think that was the, the, the most beautiful thing that happened in my life. And the fact that he didn't just call me and, and like I said, I didn't know anything. But he put somebody there to teach me, to teach me what, what, what God wanted of me and what God was going to be in my life. And I thank God for the person, and that was my uncle, the one that took the time to, to invest uh, whatever he knew, invested in me, and also to, 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 to open my own Bible and to learn for myself that a lot of the things that I didn't know, everything, everything was new to me, everything. Everything I was reading in, in God's Word was new to me because I never, we, never owned a, we never really had a Bible. My mom never, never, never owned a Bible before. Uh, but that's the way God, God works uh, in our lives. I, I, I think, uh, I don't know how many of you were, were called out of sin and how many of you were born in, 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 in Christianity. Uh, but I think it is, it is a beautiful thing to, to, to know that there is a God that, that he cares for us and that he, he'll go out of his way to reach, reach to us, to reach, to reach uh, humanity. Uh, Yeah, you might have been lost at one time, but you, you and I, we're not, we're not lost anymore. We are, thank God for the shepherd that he came out and he found us. Uh, he loves us so much that he gave his life for us. He died so that we, might, we could have life and life more abundantly. That's what the Bible says. So he, he was our, our substitute so that we can live uh, forever in the everlasting life. <clears throat> The Bible says that the shepherd takes care of his own, and, and the Lord, the Lord, our shepherd, he wants to take care of us. All we have to do is it's trust him and put ourselves into his hands, and I think there, there is some better, better hands we can be, we can be in. Uh, let's read another scripture in John, the Gospel of John, chapter 10, uh, verse 27 through 30. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father, which gave them me, is greater than all. And no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. So... 
We are in good hands. <laughs> we are in good hands. God, the Bible says that God has the world in his hands, and we are his, we are his world. He made us. He created us. Uh, we no longer have to listen to the voices of the enemy for all, all, the, all the things that he wants to, to do. All he wants, uh, the enemy, the voices of the enemy, all he wants to accomplish out of us is to discourage us. To discourage us and to make us feel worthless. That's, I, I, that's one of the things I've noticed in, in a lot of people. And it happens to me sometimes too that uh, the enemy, I, I, I'd say it's the enemy that puts certain things in our heads. And a lot of times we believe them. And those things, those voices, uh, I think, I, I, I don't think God, if they were God's voices, I don't think they would mean any harm. But a lot of the voices that we pay attention to, they do mean harm. And the sad thing about it is that a lot of the times we do pay attention to them and we believe them. But we shouldn't. Because the only voice that we should listen to, it's the voice of the good shepherd. When he says, come unto me. Come unto me and bring your burdens unto me. <clears throat> In, instead of listening to those voices, let's listen to his voice and, and pay attention to the voice of the Lord or, or our shepherd. If we set out to find God, we will find him really quick. Because he says he's, he is with us all the time. He even promised to be with us all the, all, every day and until the end. He said, I'll be with you always and until the end of, 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 of everything. Uh, God speaks continually through sights, sounds, thoughts, scriptures, prayer, preaching, and many other ways. He has no limits in the way that he, that he speaks. As I said before, all we have to do is it's, it's listen to the voice. Pay attention to the, to the voice when, he, when God is trying to communicate with us. Uh, <clears throat> all we have to do is it, it, be aware of his presence too, to be, that he is with us everywhere we go. And that's one of the things that I, I try to remember because a lot of times I think it's easy to forget. We get, we get all caught up at work with whatever we're doing, whatever we have to do. And we lose sight of the fact that God said, I will be with you. And I think it's a beautiful thing when we are conscious of his presence with us everywhere we go. Because a lot of the times we go through, we go through a lot of things. I don't know about you, but I do sometimes at work. It's not easy. It's not easy to go out there and... It's not easy. And a lot of the times I think it, it can really help us a lot if we could always be conscious of the presence of God close to us at all times. Uh, he promised to be with us all the days of our lives and until the end of the world. Listen to his voice, whatever form he wants to communicate. In Jeremiah 29, chapter 29 and verse uh, 13, it says, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. That's all we have to do. <laughs> seek the Lord with all, with all of our heart. Seek him. He, he's there and he's not hard to find. He's always there. He's always there. We can also find him in tragedies. Tragedies, sickness, and grief. Right now I'm going, to, well, yeah, my, I'm going through some things 
my nephew had a heart transplant uh, a couple weeks ago, and that's my, grand, my, uh, my mother's grandson. And then uh, my grandfather, he fell. That's my mother's father. He fell and broke a leg. And then uh, my sister, my oldest sister, she's going through uh, stage four cancer. Yeah, and that's, that's a lot. That's a lot to handle. Uh, but I can tell you this, my mom, one day, a couple weeks ago, she was telling me, I don't know, what, I don't know, what's, I don't know what, what's gonna happen. My head is just gonna explode because of all these things that are happening. And, and all, I, all I could say to her was, mom, the Lord God says to, to hand our burdens over to him and that our burden is gonna be lighter if we do it. And, and I kept telling her for many times I did it. I did it more than a couple times. And the last time I saw her, she, I could tell that there was peace in her heart. I could tell in her attitude that she was, she took the word of the Lord and she believed it because I could tell the difference uh, that she wasn't, as I saw her the first time, she, I could see peace in her. But, uh, but that's what God does. When he speaks to us through sickness or tragedy or grief, the Bible says he's the peacemaker. He brings peace when nothing else in this world can give us peace. The Lord said, I give you peace like the world can't give you peace. So he, he, he is the peacemaker. So, and, and that's another thing. Let's pay attention in those moments when we are going through those, those times, those hard times, times of grief, times of sickness. Uh, the thing with my sister, another thing I've noticed on my sister too, that I think she has peace. I can, I can see that in her eyes. I can see that, yeah, she's, she, she lost a lot of weight. She lost her hair. She, she was really discouraged at first, you know, when, it first, when she first found out that, that she had it. Uh, but after, like I said, most of us in the family are Christians by now, and, and we all talk to her and encourage her. And, and I can see that in her, that she, she, she is at peace. She said peace, and I thank God for that because I don't know, if, if we didn't have God in our lives, I think our lives could, could fall apart in, in, in times of, uh, of, of struggle and, and, and grief and sickness. Uh, the Bible says in Romans 8.28 that we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So God makes no mistake when things happen in our lives. I think God has control of all things. He has everything under control. The thing is, a lot of the times we don't understand. We don't understand it. We don't understand what's, why it's happening. Why is this? Why, why am I going through this? Why am I going through that? And like this thing I was saying about my mom, that's kind of a lot. That's a lot to handle at one time. But if, if it wasn't for God, I don't know where my mom would be. I, she, I don't know. But I thank God for that. So and I thank God for, for his word of encouragement that says that all things work together for good. For those that love him and those that are called according to his purpose. So imagine how much better life could be if every day we reminded ourselves of who we are. Who we are as Christians. Who are we? And, and to whom we belong? Who do we belong to? I don't know about you, but I belong to God. 
He is my shepherd. He is my father. He is my helper. He is my everything. He is my rock and my salvation. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And another thing we need to remind ourselves is where are we going? Where are we going? I mean, yeah, the world is not our home. We're only going through. We're only passing through. This life, and that, that's the great hope for us because when we are going through this uh, sickness and, and all these things, it's good to know that we are not, on, we, God did not put us on this earth to inherit the earth or to live here forever. He put us here for a while, just for a little, a little bit of time because the life of men and women, it's not that long on this earth. I remember when I was 18 years old, and it seems like it was yesterday. Now I'm 47, and I can't even believe it. I can't believe that that time went by so fast. And before I know it, I'm going to be 55, 60, and who knows? The Bible, you know, we might get to live 75 if we're lucky, but then that can go really quick. That can go really quick, and, and, and that's the good thing. That's the hope that we have in Christ, that we are not here forever. We are here for as long as the Lord wants us to be. And so whatever happens, I think we need to, we need to thank God and, and, and be, be grateful to him and, 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 and thank him and love him. Uh, Psalm 23, 1 through 4 uh, it talks about the, the, the Lord, the Lord being our shepherd. Uh, David said, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet, quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest, darkness, darkest valley, I will fear no evil. And sometimes it's hard not to, not to be a little, <laughs> a little scared or whatever, whatever we're going through. It's not easy. It's not easy. But it says here that even if we walk through the darkest valley, we will fear no evil. Why? Because the Lord is with us. His rod and, and his staff, they comfort us. The world, the world is full of fear, anxiety, and pressure. And as I was saying at work, it's not, it's not easy to go out there and, and, and deal with the affairs of, of the world. It's not. It's not. It's full of, uh, a, lot of, a, lot of a lot of dark things. <laughs> it's not easy. And that's why we need to, like I said, to remember or to remind ourselves that, that the Lord is with us. And uh, it doesn't matter what we go through, the Lord is with us. And he will comfort us and, uh, and, and he will refresh our souls the world, uh, we, we live in a busy world that demands a lot of us, and many times we put God on hold. We put him on hold. We push him into the background of our lives. It's like we tell him, hey, God, yes, hang on. I'm busy right now. I'll get to you later. Uh, we shouldn't do that because our lives depend on him. And without him, the Bible says we can do nothing. We are, he also told the parable of the, the vine and the branches. It says we, we have to be connected to the vine. We cannot, we can do nothing. If we are disconnected from the vine, what good are we for? 
but to be burned. So we we need to be we need to be connected to him. Uh, and because of all these these things that that I'm I'm mentioning uh, about dealing with the with the with life, uh, one of the things uh, I I try to do in in the mornings it's take a little bit of time, uh, uh, quiet time with God, and just to ask Him for help and direction, because a lot of the times if we don't do that, we can go the wrong way, we can make the wrong decisions and. And I don't think that's going to go well with us. Um, I, like, I like to read something too, a devotional, something encouraging. I notice that, that that helps me out a lot. Sometimes when I'm going through, through an issue or something in, 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 at work or whatever out there, uh, sometimes the devotionals are good because God can speak to us through a devotional. Sometimes the scriptures that are in there if we meditate on them, sometimes, I don't, know, I don't know if it has happened to you, I'm sure it has, where God, sometimes whatever you're going through, God, it'll be right there on your daily devotional. And then, and then that's when, when, when he really, uh, when, when he lets me know that God, God, is, God is on top of things. He is, he is in control. He's not, we're not alone. He, he has everything under, under, under control. Uh, <clears throat> I like to pray, I like to pray for, I have a prayer list, and I like to pray for uh, the people on my prayer list, and I, like I said, I like to pray for myself, because I need that, I need, I need a lot of prayer uh, to get me, get me through, through the day. Uh, my, and then after I do that, I feel more, more confident, and I feel encouraged, and I feel refreshed, just as the psalm was saying right now in Psalm uh, uh, 23. Uh, I know... I know I am going to need him to get me through, and I and and I prayed for him for his help, um, and 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 also by doing that, that that reminds me or keeps me aware of the fact that he is with me, and I try to remember that during the day, as I go out. God, I am placing myself in your hands. Lead me, lead me, and then as I'm out there, I try to remember that. That he is with me. I, 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 like, I, I, I try to be aware of his presence because without him I can, I can get through. I know I am of great value to God. We all are. Otherwise, what did he die for? He died because, because we really mean a lot to him. You know what? He, he created us. The Bible says that. He made us. We didn't make ourselves. We didn't make ourselves. When I was lost in sin, he left the 99 in the fold and went looking for me. And thank God, thank, thank God that he found me because I was heading in the wrong direction. <laughs> he paid the price for my sins and brought me back to him. Some people may deny the claim of God's love for them. And some may wander from him. They may choose another master. Because a lot of people do. A lot of people, they, they don't want to hear nothing about Christianity. And they do choose another master. But they are gods, nevertheless. And he longs to recover his own. God cares for, for everybody. It doesn't matter if, if I was the, wor the worst sinner. 
he cared for me that he went out and, and, and to claim me, he, to recover me. Uh, and I'm going to finish reading the Psalm, Psalm 100. It says, shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. So he will always be faithful. All we have to do, it's, 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 are we going to be faithful? That's, that's the question. Are we going to trust him? He will never, never change. He's going to be faithful through all generations. Uh, God bless you and thank you. Praise God. Well done. Isn't it great to have a great shepherd? He knows where he's going. He knows what he's doing. Now, we don't always know. I got to thinking while Brother Messa was speaking that one day Jesus said, boys, we're going to leave the multitude here and we're going to get on this ship and we're going to go to the other side of the sea. And while they were on the ship that night, a storm came up and they feared that they were all going to be drowned. Jesus, you knew what the weather was going to be. Why didn't you wait a day? Why, why did you allow the disciples to go through that? He's always teaching. He's always proving himself to us. And so... We're not unlike the people of the world. We go through things. We have problems. We have storms. I see lots of people that are sick, and, and I have seen people die. But I've seen the righteous die, and I've seen the unrighteous die. There's a big difference, folks. Big difference. The Lord is with us no matter what we go through. We just need to stay close and keep our eyes on him and be good listeners. Listen to what he tells us. I'm going to tell on myself before I bring you to this altar tonight. Last Thursday, as is my custom, I get up and have my devotional time and I'm, I'm out on my walk and I know what my appointments are for that day and whom I'm going to meet and, and what I'm going to be dealing with. And so I go through those and I pray for those people. And I pray for those meetings. And I got done and I was close to being back home and my prayer time was about over. And I just said, so Lord, I'm going to need you in all of these appointments today. And the Lord rebuked me. And this is what he said. So what you're asking me to do is follow you around and support you. Hey, I'm a sheep. He's the shepherd. Sheep don't tell the shepherd what to do. <laughs> the shepherd tells the sheep what to do, right? We got to let God lead our lives. And if something doesn't get done today, 
well, then we'll maybe have to put it on the top of the list for tomorrow. But we got to follow the shepherd's voice. Have you ever done what I just said? Kind of told God to tag along or, or, or you sit over here and I'll take care of this and then I'll be back? Doesn't work very well. He knows what he's doing, folks. We just need to stay close, listen, and be obedient sheep. Amen? Let's stand together. Thank you, Thank you for listening to this Abundant Life Church podcast. We pray it has strengthened your relationship with God and will continue to be a light unto your pathway to heaven. If you have any questions or comments regarding this podcast, please telephone our ministerial team at 262 965 5177 or email us at info at abundantlifechurch.org.